Welcome to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco, your personal financial quarterback. Whether you've had years of success in your business or are just starting out, DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office can help you create a vision for your business, life, and family and guide you toward the fulfillment of that goal. As they say, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your virtual family office. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco. Hello, Matt. How are you? Eric, if I was any better, I'd have to be twins. <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't I, like that one. I've never heard that before. <laughs> that was an old one I had, and I, I, and I knew you would enjoy it. So I Absolutely. I don't know if I could take twins on this podcast. I, you guys no, would just twin constantly me's, be. Yes. Yeah, twin yous. Oh, man, that would be... <laughs> I'd never get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Believe me, my boy feels the same way. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. All right. So uh, now, now that you've completely thrown me off my game, uh, we, we are doing lessons from a virtual office and we're on part three, right? Oh, yes. And this is actually my favorite part. Okay. Well, then it's going to be my favorite part, too, because you and I think quite a bit alike. Um, can you kind of just remind the uh, the listeners what part one and part two were? Uh, just so they can go back and listen if they're joining us for the first time. Sure, sure. So what we've been talking about is, um, you know, with the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of businesses were forced to adapt their businesses to be able to continue to work. And it looks like we're going to be living under this new normal. Where we're going to have to learn and adopt new processes and systems. So what I've been doing in the series is sharing the lessons that I've learned over the last six and a half years of working virtually, of the benefits, and how you can put these lessons into practice. So uh, just as a reminder to the audience, uh, to hear the first two benefits that we talked about, which was about reducing overhead and giving yourself more flexibility, go back to episodes 10 and 12 of the podcast. But today, like I said, we're going to discuss the third benefit, and this one is really my favorite, and this is about creating more freedom for yourself. Everybody likes a little bit more freedom, I think. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that, no, that that's great. So what do we? I mean, how do we create more freedom? Well, there's there's a number of ways to do it. First, just to um, you know, kind of review the strategy. When uh, in, you know what I wanted to do in in my practice, because I was kind of you know I was in a traditional uh, financial service industry, you know, kind of sitting behind a desk, having to answer to my branch manager saying how much revenue are you going to generate, and I was really looking to. Um, work closely with clients, kind of be this personal financial quarterback for them. Mm -hmm. And then, but I also came to the understanding that, you know, if I could have a practice like that, I don't necessarily need to retire because I love what I do, but I want to have the freedom to be able to go visit my kids and my grandkids, my clients who are all over the country. And so I was looking at designing a business that would give me that freedom and flexibility to do the things that I wanted to do while still being able to serve my clients. Yeah, it, it's so interesting. Just this morning, I was watching a video on a young woman who is a full-time traveler. Basically, she's she's got a Toyota 4Runner. She's got a beautiful trailer that she pulls behind her. It's small. She has a dog and a cat, which uh -huh. you can leave the cat at home. I'm not taking a cat with me. <laughs> but that's okay, everybody in the audience who's mad at me now that I don't like cats. I love dogs. Okay, I'm a dog guy. Anyway, yeah. but she she travels full-time. Right. And, and she mm -hmm. has her computer. She has a stand up work desk workstation within her little trailer there. And she's able to produce income 
and travel full time. And she's been doing this for three years. Now, I don't know if your wife enjoys camping, and I know you got the kids right now, but right. is that something that you're thinking about maybe in the future? Maybe you could do some traveling? Because shoot, then you could visit your clients in person around the country, travel, right. and, and work from anywhere because we have the technology. Exactly. I, well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because that is one of my dreams is to get an RV and just kind of hop in and go visit kids, grandkids, uh, my clients, uh, visit sites and uh, just basically be, be like a gypsy. My wife wants to like live in a beach house in Maine. So I told her, I said, I'll drop you off. I'll stop back every two weeks for conjugal visits, uh, which she was like, oh, that I could live with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever floats your guys' boat. Well, I That's guess there's right. not a boat involved. It's just an RV. No, but... there's no boat involved. Yeah. But it is definitely, it is definitely something that I would, uh, I would love to be able to do. And it is actually in the plan, you know, as yeah. we, you know, as we move forward, as far as my kind of my overall long-term lifestyle plan, lifestyle and business plan. That's fantastic. Love that. Right. So, but anyway, so you know, so with this third benefit of more freedom. I think there's two facets that are uh, really important to it. And I think the first one is this idea of your, your uh, customer and client base. And with more freedom, you now can expand and have an unlimited type of client client base. Now the challenge we have in, in, a, in, you know, traditional business is that you have physical restraints that are going to limit the number or types of clients that you can serve. Mm -hmm. If you do need to travel to see clients, or, or customers that can increase your cost tremendously. I mean, when you talk about airline fares, uh, hotel rooms, again, if you are in a business where you have salespeople that have to go out, that's just additional cost to the company. Mm -hmm. I mean, travel mm -hmm. expenses can be very huge. And then, you know, this, I think the third challenge is that your systems may uh, provide inefficiencies uh, to optimize the business that you have. So again, you know, if we're dealing with paper, we're dealing with traditional filing systems, those systems can again be somewhat any, uh, inefficient to really optimize your business. So what I found is the solution is to really implement things like virtual meetings, which we talked about earlier mm -hmm. in uh, the previous podcast and communication systems where you can reach clients, customers, and employees everywhere. Now in the six and a half years, that I've been working virtually, I've been able to expand from a, a, a generally my own geographic area. I've had some clients that have moved and in, in are in other states, but now I've been able to reach clients all over the country because I don't have to necessarily uh, be there physically. So just for example, Eric, yesterday I had five Zoom meetings. Now I had a couple uh, introductory calls that were out of that. Some of mm -hmm. them were actual client meetings, uh, but you know, for the most part, I could reach people. These are people from all over the country. I talked to somebody from uh, Bend, Oregon. Talked to another guy from Ta uh, Tallahassee. So having that virtual aspect, being able to do virtual meetings, whether it's via Zoom, whether it's uh, you know uh, Google Plus, I guess it's called now, uh, Microsoft Teams. I mean, my my son, who's been you know he was <laughs> he was trapped in Gainesville during COVID, and uh, he finally just came up here because you know he was trapped in a, a two room apartment. So. He came back up, but he had a job interview in Naples, Florida, mm -hmm. that he did via uh, Microsoft Teams. So these are all different aspects that we can, that business owners can incorporate to allow them to broaden their horizons and broaden their area that they can touch. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting that you say that because my wife and I, we were in Washington State and we mm -hmm. had applied for 
working with the company here in Nebraska. And you know, through just a phone conversation, we did a phone interview to begin with. And then they ended up flying us out to do a in-person interview and, and all sorts of stuff that we did on location. Just put us in a hotel, you know, had a driver for us, you know, so on and so forth. I know that that cost them money, right? I mean, and, and it's, you can't do every type of interview, you know, over Zoom or over, you know, Microsoft meetings or things, but mm-hmm. I would say probably what 90% of them you can, unless there's something really that you need to have somebody physically in front of you for certain reasons, you know, there's certain interview styles that you need to do, but right. I'd say 90% of them, you know, these days can be handled virtually, which expands any business's ability to hire people uh, of mm-hmm. good quality from anywhere. That's exactly right. I wasn't. I was going to touch on that about you know being able to get out, you know, expand your breath from an employee standpoint. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's another great benefit to it. You know what's interesting? Like the first step in my process, once you know somebody is like, "Look, I want to talk to you." We we schedule a thirty minute introductory call. I'd incorporated Zoom into my scheduling software, and I'm shocked how many people want to use Zoom. And I think a lot of it is for their benefit. They want to see me. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to read my body language. And I want to do the same with them. Yes. Because, you know, the key is we want to see if there's some synergy in the, and there's a fit that's there. But for me to have to travel to somebody or somebody to come to me to see a meeting can really start to put a barrier up for them. Yeah. So again, I think there's some tremendous benefits to virtual meetings and, and, and different communication systems that can allow us to kind of expand our horizons, but also be able to conduct business wherever we are. Can I, can I, can I confess something, Matt? Yeah, sure. I'm lazy. A lot of times. Ah, right. I, you know, here's the thing is that if you're an advisor, which you are, and mm-hmm. you're saying, Hey, let's, let's have a meeting and, you know, come on into my office. We'll, you know, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> I'm first thing I'm going to, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I'm like, talk on it all. <laughs> I don't yeah, want right. to leave my house. Right. Yeah, I'm exactly. Uh, I've got a lot going on. I've got, I'm, I'm rebuilding, you know, part of my backyard. I've got another house that I'm working on. I'm, my time is just split in so many different directions. And I've got some grandkids that I really enjoy spending time with. Right. And you really don't want me to bring to your office because you know, my, my five-year-old grandson will break something. I love him to death, but he'll find something to break in your office. So, yeah, if I could just meet with you virtually, you know, yeah. I don't want to just meet on the phone because, you know, we've already done that. But to have right. a, a have a video conference so I can see the person that potentially that I want to work with, I want to see how engaging they are. Right. And yes, that I'd be more than happy to let them see me and they can say, oh, good Lord, no, I don't want to work with them. <laughs> I've seen him now. Hey, exactly. Or, or they can say, oh, yeah, this guy's funny. And, you know, he's, you know, he's halfway decent looking. So, yeah, I'll take him on right. as a client. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's partially, just admitting it, it's partially laziness. I don't want to go someplace for a meeting if I can do it from home. Well, and again, and I think you hit the nail on the head, too, with some of the constraints, especially with children. Yeah. To give you an example, I had a client. He was a young physician. Wife was a stay-at-home mom. They had two young kids. And they were basically, I was just starting to do more of the virtual thing. And it was it was hard for them to get into the office anyway because, you know, trying to get babysitters. So mm-hmm. I would go over to their house. But yet we would have kids climbing over. They wanted attention. And, <laughs> you know, it was so we ended up having to schedule meetings at like 8 30 9 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and now they live almost an hour away from me so that's me driving over Oof. for 8 30 9 o'clock meeting you know you go an hour hour and a half i wasn't getting home till 11 11 30. it was just a drag yeah. now with virtual 
I can have meetings with them at any time and, and they can, you know, they can take 45 minutes and just say, kids, go down to the playroom <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. you know, or, or to the bonus room, whatever you want to call it. And so we can be much more efficient or I can do an 830 meeting when they're in bed, and but it's not inconveniencing everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's so important. Uh, I had a way to get rid of salespeople that would come to my door. But at the same time, that would also make it so people like yourself may not want to come over to my house to, to do a meeting. I had a great Dane and a bull mastiff at the same time. Oh, so gosh, yes. two very large dogs that really right. cleared out my driveway and my front porch from, you know, traveling salespeople. <laughs> right. But at the exactly. same time, other people didn't necessarily want to come into the house because they're very intimidating dogs. They just oh, love I you bet. and slobber like crazy. But still, yeah. So there's lots of different reasons not to go to somebody's house. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. Believe me, if you can avoid yeah. that, sometimes it's the best thing. It's the <laughs> best thing. So, but anyway, so how I implemented it again, it was utilizing um, uh, virtual meetings, Zoom. You know, most of the time I use Zoom or I have a phone, a virtual phone system called uh, Ring Central. It's actually a voice over IP mm-hmm. system. Yep. And that has a, 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 um, a video meeting component to it. And, and that service, those type of services, kind of those voice over IP are very nice because I basically on my phone, on my, on my laptop, on my iPad, I have my phone system. I can fax, yep. I, I can call, I can do video meetings. I can do just, I can do team meetings if I need to. So there's a lot of, and, and I'm not putting a plug into Ring Central. There's a lot of great systems that are out there. That's just the one that I happen to use. But anyway technology like that can really help us to kind of expand our, our, our breath and our marketplace and also give us the freedom to be able to go, you know, go different places and still conduct business. Mm-hmm. Funny story. I had one time, you know, I was just at, you know, I was just at the beach. We got back, um, you know, about a week and a half ago and we were out there and I was out at the beach with, with my wife and kids and my phone rings and it's, and it's a client. And so I'm talking to him and, and I had my iPad and I'm kind of like, you know, doing some things and he finally stops. He goes, what's that noise? I said, I probably the waves. He's like, are you at the beach? I said, yeah. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry to bother. He said, it's not a big deal, dude. I got my stuff here. It's, and we, and we took care of his problem. Yeah. Again, the, <laughs> that's a benefit <laughs> because yeah. now I can still live the lifestyle. I can go on vacation, but my clients can still feel like they're being served and I can still serve them. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing is that another quick story, Matt Halloran, I don't know if you remember that name. I know you do, but the audience won't necessarily know him, but he, he works right. with our team and he was, he was a coach for many years and he was coaching one of his clients and he said, hey, hang on just a second, man. Hang on. Give me a second. And he was making some noises. <laughs> he got back on the on the phone with his client. His client was like, what was that? He goes, oh, I had just I had to take the fish off the hook. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was fly fishing as he was talking to him. He just happened to get a, a fish as, as they were chatting. He's like, man, that is so awesome. That is so great. I can't believe that you're fishing while we're talking. And, and right. I mean, you're doing your job. It's the same thing. I would love that. And, you know, our response as coaches is like, if you want that, do that. And Matt, right. I know that that's what you've been doing. And that's I mean, not necessarily fishing while you're talking to clients, but no, no, that, I mean, that's what we're talking about. You have that freedom. Well, and that's true. And I think that gets to the second point that, uh, that I wanted to talk about. One of the benefits 
of uh, the more freedom, when you're able to implement these virtual strategies, you can become untrapped from your business. Yeah. And you know, what happens a lot of times is that, you know, again, with brick and mortar, we're required to be at the business all the time because of either the investment or that we've got to pay the lease payment. We've mm -hmm. got to pay the, um, the electric bills, all the utilities, those type of things. The second thing is that a lot of times employees may require some babysitting as we call it, you know, because they, yeah. they're just used to you being there. Mm -hmm. And the problem is we don't, we never really establish any kind of leadership. And then again, when you do go away and I, and, and I just did recently did a, um, a video that I posted on social media about this idea of renewal time, which I'm a big proponent of. My coach is really like, Matt, you got it. And I'm terrible mm -hmm. at it, but I, that's why we scheduled a vacation to go away to the beach for a week. You need sometimes that time to just kind of refresh and rejuvenate. Absolutely. But a lot of business owners, like I was talking to one of my uh, one of my guys yesterday, and he's just like, I can only take about two days, and then I feel like I need to get back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. Exactly, exactly. But a lot of it's because they, you know, there's challenges that require that you feel like you need to address. I give you an example. My dad uh, was an attorney, and we took one vacation a year as a kid. We go to Avalon, New Jersey, for two weeks. OK, and he needed that just to kind of decompress and unwind because he was a litigator. And so it was very high stress. Mm -hmm. The problem was he would come back. I remember we pull in and he would just uh, we would unload the car. He would hop back in the car and go down back down to the office for a couple hours because he had to get through all the mail. Again, this was in the snail mail, the snail mail days, mm -hmm. but all the mail that's that's there. Yep. You know, that was down there at the office. These are challenges. And sometimes business owners say, I don't want to have to deal with that. That's stress. So they, then, but yet they're trapped again in a virtual office or a virtual setting. You know, you could have access like, I, you know, I get up before anybody else and I have my morning ritual where I do my morning prayer and, and then I read through my, uh, my quarterly game plan and business plan and, uh, you know, try to get good, you know, positive personal development stuff in. And then I would, I would just go and, and look through my email and just kind of scan through it. Here's what I need, trash anything I didn't. And if I, and I was able to do that every day and it wasn't a big deal because I was doing it in the morning when everybody was asleep, mm -hmm. but I was able to keep up with it. But again, because I was working virtually, I have the, I had the ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I, you don't have to feel trapped. So I think, you know, a couple of the solutions, again, outside of just implementing the technologies that we had, I think one of the key things, and I find this with a lot of my um, business owner clients, is what I'm trying to do, you know, and, and I talked about in a previous episode, kind of the process and this helping them to create a vision for their families, but also their business. But part of that vision has to be part of a culture that they want to develop. And we mm -hmm. want to develop a culture of leadership, not only within the family, but also within the business and begin to enable employees to solve the problems so that we don't always have to be there. And I think when you're able to create this culture of leadership, you progress your organization or your business, uh, you know, you can 10 times what you're able to do again yeah. when you have leaders. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that it, especially in this day and age with the whole COVID thing and everything that we've been through, I'm hoping that that business owners are beginning to see that working virtually is going to make the cream rise to the top. Meaning that's that if you look at the math of it, let, let's just really be honest and look at the math. If you have somebody coming into the office eight hours a day, five days a week for their 40 hours, are they doing eight hours worth of work? 
and it's and, and I'm going to say it's not their fault if they're not right. Right. Uh, a lot of times because they may not have eight hours worth of work. But let's see what's happened to really truly good employees in this time that they're working virtually. If they're able to accomplish everything that they would normally accomplish accomplish during their eight hour day, if they can get that done in five hours. That gives them more time to work on their home, with their, be with their family, do things that they want to do within their own home life or structure, but they're getting more accomplished for the business in that shorter amount of time, which means they will want to fulfill that eight hours at some point so we can continue to give them more or the business can actually grow faster because of the fact that we now realize, shoot, they didn't have eight hours worth of work and they really are go-getters. They're really, like I said, the cream is rising to the top with good employees. They're able to take on more and say, bring it, right? I got more time. Let's let's do this. But because they don't have that constraint and they're more motivated to get to do something quicker, especially since they don't have a commute, <laughs> right? we're seeing that a lot. Oh, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's interesting. I have, um, you know, I have a house full of uh, millennials here. Uh-huh. And the millennials are a misunderstood generation and they get a bad rap. And a lot of it is you have to kind of understand how they think. And I tell my, I tell my, my clients, my business owner clients this, because the biggest challenge that they have is trying to find, they, they, they say finding good employees, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's the paradigm that they're looking at and they don't understand this morning. Well, you know, doesn't he want to produce? Doesn't he want to make the most amount of money. And in some cases, no, they want flexibility. Mm -hmm. They want some lifestyle. It's about, Hey, I want to be able to work from home and I'll get your eight hours in, but I might be getting it in at three in the morning. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that a bad thing? If you've got the the best person for a job, does it really matter that they're there from nine to five? Exactly. Exactly. you know, and again, but it's, it's, it's getting, starting to get even, you know, uh, these business owners and professionals to understand, you know what, sometimes we got to get outside our own heads and start to see the world from a broader, broader stroke. Yeah. And then again, like I said, there's plenty of millennials out there that are, would be top employees, but they think, and their motivations are different. So now we've got to just adapt our methods to how they think. Yeah, it's creating that culture that you're talking about. You're spot on with that. Right. You couldn't exactly. be more right because if you bottom line is businesses still need to run on deadlines. But that's the beauty of it. Like you said, if you give somebody a deadline, whether they're a millennial or whether they're whatever age they are, if they're meeting that deadline, that's all that matters. That's what you're looking right. for. That's what is being rewarded. So if you say this is due by Friday at noon, it doesn't matter. Like you said, if they're working on it Wednesday at 3 a.m. and then Thursday at right. 2 a.m. and then Friday it's in by 9 a.m., well, shoot, they made the deadline no problem. There's exactly. just no reason that, you know, so many get stuck in that mindset. Well, this is these are your work hours. This is when I should be seeing production from you. Mm. Right. Exactly. Mm. Really? Exactly. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. And, it, you know, it's interesting as we're talking about this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could do I could do a whole podcast just on developing culture within a business, which that would be. A great I think we're going to do that. <laughs> I think we should. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, but and so anyway, I don't want to uh, be, you know, I, I, I don't want I want to save some of the, the nuggets here. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kind of move forward. But anyway, I think, um, you know, again, another solution being on trap, because with technology, you can still stay connected to the business even when you're away. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've already kind of touched on that. So, you know, again, 
you know, the, I think the big benefits are, again, you can allow employees to start solving challenges that arise, mm -hmm. which empowers them and helps to give you freedom. It also gives you the freedom to do things that you want to do without worrying about being away from the business. Like we talked about, exactly. Hey, I'd like to have an RV and just, you know, kind of travel the country and, you know, see my clients and my kids and, and everybody out there and see, you know, different parts of the country, but still be able to conduct business. You know, we can do that. So again, how did I implement it? Again, using virtual systems, filing, uh, video, you know, uh, virtual meetings, virtual phone system, and, and and these are systems that I can access anywhere virtually. Yeah. So that's the beauty of all of it. Yep, absolutely. And and one last word on the employee thing, and and this will probably yeah. be part of a future conversation for sure. But for everybody listening to this, if if you can imagine eliminating a rent or a lease payment eliminating the electricity costs at, at a location, eliminating the internet costs at a location, how much would that save on a monthly basis for a business? And I would say probably anywhere between two and $5,000, depending on the size of the business, right? right? So if you had an extra two to $5,000 per month that you didn't have to spend, how much of that could you redirect toward a great employee or a couple great employees to pay them well enough or, or so well that they are committed, working hard, and you can trust them so that you can do exactly what you were talking about, Matt, take a vacation, be away right. from the business for a week and not have to worry about how it's being run because you've got well-paid employees that you're able to pay more now that you don't have that brick and mortar. Man, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a game changer, right? Oh, definitely. I, and I think that's where the trend is going to be. Yeah. And I, I've been talking with a number of guys I know that own commercial real estate and they're trying to figure out how are we going to adapt? How are we going to fill this space? Because a lot of companies are starting to realize, hey, we don't need all this. Yeah. And it's all just coming off the bottom line. And now, you know, when you eliminate all that rent, all those utility payments, mm -hmm. now you can pay employees more. You can find better people. It really yep. just it, it opens up all the horizons for them. Absolutely. All right. I know we're running low on time. Do you have any closing thoughts for today's podcast? Well, again, I think a lot of this, I, again, when you look through the process that, that I'm kind of following here with the virtual office, that's enabled me to kind of create my processes that I follow. So I want to encourage everybody to download my white paper, the top five things to consider for a more prosperous business and a less stressful life. And you can go to my website at dfranvfo.com. But the thing I want you to do is if you download it, Review the first consideration when beginning, which is about beginning to formulate a vision for what you want your life and business to look like. That was the initial step that my coach got me to do to say, if retirement wasn't an option, how would your life and business be different? And it revolutionized how I started hmm. to think about my business and how to think about other businesses too. And I pose this question to many of my clients, especially when we're in those initial family meetings and those family governance sessions on to get them to think, all right, what would we want our look to, uh, lives to look like if we couldn't, if we couldn't step away hmm. again, it'll open up the horizons. Yeah. So interesting, Matt. And, and I'm going to challenge the audience for one more thing. As you go through that paper, as you, as you begin to read through it, I would love for you to write down a couple questions and that, that you have about this, about the paper in general, about your thoughts that you have, or just questions for Matt and email mm -hmm. them to him. So can yeah. you just give your email address real quick so they can email you some questions? Because I would love to do a Q&A on, 
on future podcasts. When you get yes. questions coming in, I want to take a little bit of time on a podcast and say, okay, we've got some questions from some, some of our listeners. Let's answer those and, and, and cover those. That would be great. So the email is very simple. It is Matt, M-A-T-T, at dfranfc.com. So it's Matt at dfranfc, D-I-F-R-A-N, F is in Franco, series in Charlie.com. Fantastic. Again, thank you so much for your time today, Matt. No problem. It's always a pleasure, Eric. Always. <laughs> and the last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Your Business, Your Life with Matt DeFrancesco. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Matt comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Your Business, Your Life podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment, legal, or tax advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or another qualified professional with any questions you may have regarding your business or personal planning. DeFrancesco Financial Concierge, LLC, doing business as DeFrancesco Virtual Family Office, is a registered investment advisor. Registration with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. <music>